When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Memphis Grizzlies announced today that John Morant will be away from the team for at least the next two games. He has made three bad choices in a, in a span of less than a year, and eventually you're going to run out of chances in this league. They'd like, you know, basically one more chance, offer one more thing, and you're, you're going to be out of this league. I mean, that's the reality of it here. Over the next six games, well, Memphis struggles during that stretch. They could easily find themselves down third in the Western Conference. What things have changed for Morant when he came into this league to kind of where he is right now? After the incident on Instagram Live the other night where John Morant was seen with a gun at an establishment outside of uh, Denver in the suburbs, the league has, rather the team, has told him to stay away for the next few days. Going to miss at least two games, if not more. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. For more on this story, we welcome in Mark J. Spears, ESPN senior NBA writer, also for Anscape as well. And by the way, one of two brand-new Hall of Famers Named to win the Kurt Gowdy Award for Media at the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame this year. Mark, congratulations on that. First of all, we appreciate your time. How you doing? Man, thanks for the love, man. Thank you very <laughs> much. I'm, I'm, I'm still speechless about that. It's absolutely outstanding. You and Holly Rowe both being honored this year, and it's well-deserved. Congratulations on that. And, and Chris and I wanted to you. get you on tonight to, to get your perspective on this John Morant situation. We saw the stories for last week from the Washington Post and then uh, this incident over the weekend. Give us your overview of what we're seeing right now with one of the game's bright young stars. Well, uh, extremely concerned, but, you know, I I think this is a wake-up. I hope this is a wake-up call for him. You know, nobody's died. Nobody got shot. Nobody's in jail. But, yes, there is a lot of drama uh, that, that has gone on. And uh, the thing that was interesting about it, to me, most interesting about it is this Washington Post story comes out was extremely damaging to a guy that had a, a great reputation before you know, last week started, right? And all of a sudden, this goes down, but then you still have the arrogance to, you know, go on Instagram Live, at a strip club, on the road, put a gun next to your head, women nude in the background. Like, basically, you're like, I'm a, kind of felt like he felt like he's above the law or something, right? Or just a, like nothing could happen to him. And for it to, uh, crash down the way it's crashed down. Basketball's taken away. You're not just on Sports Center. You're on Good Morning America. You're on, you know, I, I, I was looking on uh, Reuters. There's a story on him and Reuters, and it ain't about who. Like, that's got to scare you, that has to frighten you, that has to wake you up and make you realize, like I always say, like, this can be gone tomorrow, right? But it's not. 
on tomorrow due to an injury. It's 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 due to just just I'm confused behavior, right? And so I, I'm I don't know when he comes back. I hope he takes all the time he needs in the NBA and the Grizzlies. Maybe they give him more time that he doesn't want, you know, after all the dust settles on, on everything. But um, I've seen somebody get through this in Carmelo Anthony, close at hand. Carmelo went through a lot of stuff, man, where it, it looked like his career could end. It looked like he was in this dark hole that he could never get out of it. But now when you look at Carmelo Anthony – all that stuff is just a footnote and what was a really good NBA, great NBA Hall of Fame career. And now off the court, he's, he's still doing outstanding things. So I'm hoping that could be the same for Ja. Mark, you mentioned the recent unflattering article outlining this disturbing pattern of behavior for Ja because we're talking about one of several incidents over the past year or so with Ja brandishing a firearm or somebody in his camp brandishing a firearm and so the question now becomes how does the nba treat this situation we know that the the grizzlies you know put a two-game suspension on it and taylor jenkins said that yeah there there's an indefinite timeline when it comes to how long ja will be away from the game but we can't help but draw comparisons from this situation to what happened with gilbert arenas with the washington wizards way back when he brought unloaded yeah. firearms yeah. into their locker room. He was suspended for the rest of the season. I think that was a 50-game suspension. So what do you anticipate yeah. from the NBA as far as discipline goes for Ja Morant? And what's the timeline on that coming down? You know, that, that's a very, very great and outstanding question because in my years of covering the NBA, David Stern was extremely hard disciplinarian, you know. Uh, you, you remember the brawl. And what came out from suspensions after that? Yep. You know, you, you just mentioned Gilbert Arenas. We mentioned, like, I, I laugh sometimes now, guys. Like, when guys get in fights and they get like a game, two games. I'm like, Carmelo Anthony got 15. He got 15. <laughs> like, how do these guys get two? Right? Three. Carmelo got 15 for the same thing. Uh, and so today's, you know, respectfully to Adam Silver. He doesn't really hit the guys with the same amount of games, but this is this is a different animal, right? When Adam Silver came into the NBA as commissioner, you forget don't forget that his first big uh, disciplinary swing was, you know, with the Clippers with Donald Sterling, and he banned him for life. So I, I do think that while other things that haven't been that harsh, like they're gonna do their due diligence. They're going to look at the Washington Post report. Uh, they're going to look at what happened in Denver. And then, you know, Ja was also making hand signals, which some people have told me they think might have been some gang signs. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this is, this. is I don't think this is an uh, investigation that ends overnight. Like, it might take a while for them to figure it out. Like, somebody said, well, was it really a gun? Was it a, a toy gun? A, you know, or like, how did did he put a gun on the plane? Right? Did did he like you know travel with it on the team bus and in the in the locker room? Right? Like, there's so many questions that have to be answered that I don't even know if the NBA has any idea when he's going to get to play. But I certainly don't think it's just going to be two games. 
Mark J. Spears, senior NBA writer for ESPN and for Anscape with Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Let's ask you one or two, though, about what's going on on the court and what we saw in the first few days with KD and, and Devin Booker together. Does this look to you as if they are a team now, Phoenix, that can go and win a championship this year? Uh, yeah, no, they they have championship talent. KD just fits in seamlessly with them. And remember that Kevin also was connected uh, with Book from USA Basketball, right? That, I believe they play together. But also with Monty Williams, they have a USA Basketball connection and an Oklahoma Thunder connection. So they're, they're, I think that's what helped make it easy and smooth so far. My big concern with with the Phoenix Suns is their bench. I just don't think their bench is that good. But when you come to the playoffs, get two, three days off, no back-to-backs. Like, you could play Kevin more minutes. You could play Book more minutes, CP. It's just, to me, it's their health, and their starter's going to have to carry them. I do wonder if maybe they could add a piece or two to the bench, kind of strengthen it before the postseason, but not a whole lot out there at this point. But uh, right now, man, I mean, offensive, I don't know what you can do to stop that bunch. Mark, I'm the resident Lakers fan on this show, and so I'm asking you to give me a little bit of hope when it comes to projecting what this team can be and whether or not they're going to qualify for the play-in and potentially make a run for the postseason. What do you see if you're looking into your crystal ball when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers? Anthony Davis, man. <laughs> that performance that performance that we saw against the Warriors has to carry throughout. Um, he showed you, he reminded you why the Lakers gave him all that money, why he's so special. wasn't that long ago, right, that we considered him top five in the league, mm-hmm. an MVP candidate in the league, but he hasn't been able to stay healthy in L.A. He hasn't been able to stay consistent in L.A. But then you see that, right? And then it teases you again. It wakes you up again. And so the fact that we saw LeBron uh, on a a scooter yesterday isn't a good sign in terms of his return. But the bottom of the Western Conference is is opening the door for the Lakers, and and AD is good enough to get them there. And so they can't have these bad losses anymore, the team that they're supposed to be. Like, if they're going to beat the Warriors with Steph back, they should be able to make the playing game. But, I mean, to me, this would be a great statement for Anthony Davis to kind of make maybe like kind of reboot his career in a sense if he could get them in that position without LeBron. Mark, I got to ask you about the other L.A. team, and this is the last one for me. Are are the Clippers a, a real Western Conference contender? How do you view them now? I'm, you know what, I, I'm, I'm going to say yes. Because if you look at those losses that they had, that string of losses, it wasn't like they were getting uh, routed, right? There were, there were a couple overtime losses, close games, games they should have won. And there's just been so many games missed by Kawhi and PG that I, I believe this team still is working on its chemistry. Uh, Russ looks like a great addition for this team. So I think, to me, the better, like the Clippers are going to get in the playoffs, I'm more curious what they look like on April 5th than they do, which is March 5th today, right, or 6th. 
Like, I'm, I'm more curious what they look like a month from now than today because I do believe that they'll be a much better team. And I love their bench. I love everything they did. So I'm, I'm not as concerned. I just think they need more time together. Mark Spears, congratulations once again, Mark, on making it to the Hall of Fame. That's awesome stuff for you and Holly Rowe. And we appreciate the time as always. Oh, man, to go in there with Holly, man, I, mm. ooh, I, I just hope that, uh, you know, people remember I'm there. <laughs> Congrats, Mark. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Mark Spears, senior NBA writer for ESPN and Enscape. He's got a story up right now. He's making the Carmelo Anthony correlation, and he does it a little bit further in depth right now on ESPN.com. You can check that out with the John Morant. Uh, situation in the comparison there. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. The other big story today is around the NFL, everything that's happening with quarterbacks. With We see Derek Carr uh, signing earlier today with the New Orleans Saints, and we see that the Baltimore Ravens say they're still going to try to work up until the deadline tomorrow with Lamar Jackson to try to get a deal done so that they will not have to use the franchise tag. But this was Ozzie Newsom earlier today on the Bernie Kosar Show. Today and up until 3.30 tomorrow, a lot of energy will be utilized in trying to get a deal done. Ozzie is, of course, the executive VP now. If not, we will put the franchise tag on him. So we don't know if it'll be the non-exclusive or the exclusive, but Kenny and I certainly believe it would be the exclusive Canty, I can't help but wonder about one other thing that I haven't brought up today that we saw a little bit last week, and we're getting more of a feel that things are certainly different without Ozzy necessarily being the guy in charge anymore. It's Eric DaCosta. Mm-hmm. The Rashad Bateman comments last week. You know, you're getting the sense that there are more players that don't exactly love Eric DaCosta and feel like, Things have really changed around that front office culture of the Baltimore Ravens. Maybe another reason why you find yourself in this position. Maybe another reason why Lamar Jackson doesn't necessarily want to be there. Well, Lamar is your best player, and you haven't been able to work out a long-term deal the last two off-seasons. Now, that, that, that's in part on the general manager as much as it is Lamar's demands for a fully guaranteed deal. Because guess what, Carlin? You had the opportunity to sign Lamar Jackson before you had the Deshaun Watson precedent. Remember, after Deshaun won MVP in his second year, after he won a playoff game on the road in his third year, you had the chance to re-sign Lamar Jackson. But you decided that you were going to wait. And the quarterback market continued to progress and continued to explode with even more emphasis in today's game being placed on signal callers. Now, you, now you're forced to try to get a market value deal done with Lamar, and you don't like what the cost is going to be. So this is a situation now, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you've painted yourself into a corner, and there really is no easy way out. Even if you do utilize the franchise tag, there's no guarantee that Lamar decides to sign it, whether it's the exclusive tag or the non-exclusive tag. So this is a tough spot to be in. And I get why Ozzy would try to lead some optimism out there about negotiating a deal before the deadline tomorrow at 4 p.m. But but if they didn't get this done over the last couple of years, I have a hard time believing, big fella, that they're going to get this done in the next 24 hours. Uh, and me too. I mean, listen, I know sometimes deadlines um, 
they really they make deals. Deadline yeah, they make deals. deals. Yeah. Exactly. They they push action to finally happen. I don't really get it here. I, I don't think that's the same uh, case in this situation. And so you know why you know why that's the case because this is a deadline for the Ravens. It ain't a deadline for Lamar. No, There's no rush for Lamar. I know I'm gonna get my if I'm Lamar Jackson. I'm sitting back with my stutter sage on in South Beach, knowing that I'm gonna get a quarter of a billion dollars fully guaranteed to me. Now, whether it ends up being the Ravens or somebody else, I don't know. I don't have a crystal ball, but he knows he's gonna get that money because of what we saw with Deshaun Watson, but also what we know with the NFL. It's about scarcity. There are never enough quality starting quarterbacks to go around. And that list gets even shorter when you start talking about unanimous MVPs that are 26 years old that have won in the postseason. So if you're Lamar, you know you're going to get exactly what you're asking for, whether it's Eric DaCosta doing it or some other general manager doing it, just because there aren't enough quarterbacks of my caliber to go around. Canty, I'm the Jets, the first thing I'm doing. I mean, Woody Johnson, you want a star to be your quarterback? That's a star. Yeah. Yeah. That's an yeah. up and coming star. Yeah, I'm if you're going to put multiple, if you're going to put multiple premium picks into a quarterback, yeah. try doing it for a quarterback that's going to be around longer than two seasons. And that's the thing, like if if they decide to put the exclusive tag on him, the Jets need to call immediately. They need to go and they need to sign him to a deal, and they need to make the trade to get. You know, three first-round picks, and then sign him to a deal. That's what they absolutely have to do. They'd speaking be nuts of, not to do it. Speaking of deals, former well, Jets quarterback just got a deal. Yes, he did. I saw that. I was going to tease it, lead us over. But there is a little bit of breaking news. So because you deserve only the best, we are going to give you that breaking news. Right now, as soon as I can find the breaking news sound. <laughs> this from Adam Schefter. The Seahawks and Pro Bowl quarterback Geno Smith have reached agreement on a three-year, $105 million deal, including $52 million in the first year. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. You know Did- what? Good for hey, Gino. They Good wrote him off. Gino. <laughs> they wrote him off. Gino didn't write back, and now they're writing him a check. <laughs> a no, G- 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 they wrote him off, and Gino's writing his name on a check that's going to give him $52 million. <laughs> you know what? Good Ooh, for Gino. What, what was the number we had said he had made up until this point, like 17 total? I, I, I don't remember what it was, but Gino Smith just got a bag of money. And if you're Gino, you had to take this deal, right? You yes. You have to take this deal. It's a hundred. Listen, I get it. The guaranteed, the guaranteed portion is, is probably a little over that fifty-two million dollars that he's going to get in year one. But the Seahawks have a top-five draft pick, so they can go out and sign or draft a quarterback. They could. They could get a quarterback in this class, and they, they probably have their hands on a future franchise guy. But Geno is going to make fifty-two million dollars in twenty twenty-three. Now, this be- is the this is the deal, Carlin. If I'm Joe Shane, general manager of the New York Giants, this is the deal that I want to sign Daniel Jones to. This is the deal I want to give him. I agree. I agree. And listen, if you're Geno, he has made in his career up until this point $17.4 million. Mm. He just tripled it in one day. 
mm. with one check. Mm. One big fatty coming mm. right in. Wow. Very, very nice, Gino. Very nice. Congratulations, Gino. He deserves it. You know what I would do if I were Gino? First thing I would do, I'd pick up the phone, I'd call IKN and Polly. Yeah. Yeah. How you hey. feeling about that 600 bucks Rex handed you now? Hey, I will say this. <laughs> another thing to consider, Seattle in an income tax-free state. Hello. Hello. Just putting it out there. Hello. <laughs> Kathy and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance in just moments. There are other quarterbacks to speak of, the ones in the draft and ones that made a major impression this weekend. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ah, yes, it is Canty and Carlin's Dash to the Draft. We're giving it to you each and every day leading up to the draft, April 27th, 28th, 29th in Kansas City. Because and you we're, demanded. And we're, and we're leading up to a big announcement about the NFL draft later on this week, too. We are. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. That should come, I believe. We're getting our, uh, you know, our, our I's dotted and our T's crossed, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Oh, We'll have a we'll have a major announcement about the NFL draft coming up. A little treat for the NFL draft this year. Looking forward to that. 
Giddy up, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. And after the weekend, you had to think, God, Anthony Richardson probably had the best weekend of anybody. C.J. Stroud had an amazing weekend. No, 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 the Chicago Bears had the best weekend of anybody out there because Anthony Richardson was lights out because C.J. Stroud was throwing the football brilliantly all over the place because Will Levis showed off that cannon that he was boasting about at the Combine Canty, there could be four quarterbacks taken in the top ten, and if you're the Chicago Bears, that means you got people lining up for that number one pick, and you got a chance, to me, they could trade down three times, get a horde of picks and players, and they could absolutely end up still in the top ten at number nine. Yeah, and the great part about this year's draft, is that you're going to have teams clamoring to get their hands on one of four quarterbacks, whether it's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, or Anthony Richardson. And depending on what type of system you run, I mean, it's going to give you a lean toward which one of these quarterbacks you're, you're trying to go after. And I think that's the great spot for the Chicago Bears, the fact that you do have so many teams that are going to be looking to move up. Just think about it from this perspective. The Houston Texans are sitting there at two. They'd have to be interested in moving up to number one just because their division rival, the Indianapolis Colts, they're in the quarterback market at number four and could potentially be looking to get to number one. The Seattle Seahawks could be interested in quarterbacks. The Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Tennessee Titans, all of these teams are looking for quarterbacks. Even the Detroit Lions, who are sitting at six, could get involved with it. The Raiders are there. So there are so many teams that could enter this mix And if you're the Chicago Bears, the more teams that are in it, the more the demand is going to be driven toward getting their hands on the number one overall pick. So, Ryan Poles, you couldn't have asked for a better gift from Lovey Smith on his way out of the door as the head coach of the Houston Texans in Week 18. Beating the Indianapolis Colts in a meaningless game meant everything to Ryan Poles in terms of being able to get his program established with having – a banner offseason led by pawning off the number one overall pick for a lot of resources to surround Justin Fields with some big-time talent. If I were the Bears and the deal that you proposed a few weeks ago was put on the table right now, I would make that deal. Yeah. And that is the Carolina Panthers sending two first-round picks and Brian Burns to the Chicago Bears. I would do that right now. I would be comfortable with moving back to nine. And when I say two first-round picks, I'm talking about one in 24, one in 25 as well. To me, that right there is enough that would justify it. Now, Ryan Poles uh, told Peter King this weekend, we're in no hurry to do anything. You know, you have to overwhelm us to get us to make a deal right now. If I'm the Carolina Panthers, I need to start thinking about overwhelming the Bears to get something done right now. Yeah, if you're Frank Wright, you want your pick of quarterbacks, right? The organization made the decision to move on from Steve Wilkes, a defensive-minded coach who did really good as the interim, went 500, won six ball games for him this season. They moved on from him, who was a fan favorite amongst the players and in the community, for Frank Wright, an offensive-minded head coach. You got to think that David Tepper did that with drafting a quarterback in mind. Why not give your new head coach in this new regime 
their pick of quarterbacks with number one overall. I love Brian Burns as a pass rusher. I love what he brings to the table, and I know why Carolina didn't want to deal him to the L.A. Rams during last year. But I also understand that the pass rusher means nothing if you don't have the quarterback. And if I've got to get rid of a top-flight pass rusher in order to get my quarterback for the next decade plus, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. Not to mention, Carolina is going into the fifth-year option season for Brian Burns. So you don't have to pay that guy if you trade him to the Chicago Bears. Let them pay him, and you get to get a quarterback on a rookie deal that's your starter, which is the most valuable commodity in all of football. So trade him number nine, trade him next year's first-round pick, and Brian Burns, and see if that's enough to get the deal done. Now, as far as the player that you would take at the number one pick, for me, it's it's not close among the quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud's my guy. Yeah, That's where I'm going. He's got the size. He's got the arm. He's got everything that you look for. And can't he – I thought Dan Campbell put it brilliantly this weekend. I'm looking at production and stats and how they played in college and looking at the tape. I'm not looking at guys who are out here in their pajamas. And I understand what Anthony Richardson did, but Anthony Richardson did not have a good year in his one full year as a starter with Florida. Uh, Bryce Young, the size is a concern, a legitimate concern, and he doesn't have the speed. He's got some, but he doesn't have the speed of Kyler Murray. And Will Levis, I'm just not convinced on yet. Well, I think why you pay scouts and coaches all the money that you pay them is because they've got to be able to look at a player's dominant traits and project what they're going to be at the next level. With Anthony Richardson, it's more projection than any of the other top four quarterbacks in this class, but the athleticism is off the charts. And if you can get the right coaching staff in the right environment to harness all of that, then you could end up in a situation where you get a Josh Allen type of talent at the QB spot. And that feels like where the NFL is going, a quarterback that can do it not only with his arms, but with his leg and, and, and legs. And so I, 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 like, I, I like the upside of Anthony Richardson. I like the upside of most of these quarterbacks. But for me, C.J. Stroud is the more polished of any of them. He's a smooth thrower of the football, and he's got the size and the athletic ability where I don't have to worry about him being able to be productive in the NFL. With Bryce Young, yeah, he's he's a great football player. He, he plays the quarterback position uh, really, really well. But you worry about what that size means for his ability to be productive in throwing from the pocket, but also what it means for him in terms of durability. Uh, he, like, it was a stretch for this guy to get over 200 pounds. He's not a big guy. He doesn't have a big frame, so you wonder – whether or not he's going to be able to stay at that weight and whether or not he's going to be able to stay on the field. I don't have those concerns with C.J. Stroud, and they're both right there in terms of the kind of passer they are. And I think both of those guys, in terms of throwing the football with accuracy and arm talent, are better than where Will Levis and Anthony Richardson are at. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Canty, what do we like to do? We like to make people money. That's right. Play of the night is on the way, and... Somebody's officially going through a midlife crisis. We'll explain next on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Many things we enjoy more than making money. I think that's fair. Right, Canty? Yeah, I don't know that there's anybody on the radio network that loves money as much as I do. So Yeah, yeah no, listen, I'm, I'm right there with you. I love money more than my family many yeah. times. Wow. Many times. Well, many times. Not all the time. I mean, have you met my family? I don't know. I mean, I'm not talking about my wife. I think I, think I love my, my family right up until they ask me for money. <laughs> 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 all right, let's do it. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. All right, we got a little bit of Celtics Cavaliers. Celtics back in, back to back. No Jason Tatum tonight in Cleveland. No, is it in Boston or in Cleveland? It's in Cleveland. It is in Cleveland. Okay. Yes. So here is uh, our little proposed wager. Cavs are seven-point favorites. We're staying away from that. Mm-hmm. We are, however, liking the over-under, which is 219. 2-1-9-er. You on board that, there? That is correct. I like okay. the over in this one. And Canty had strong feelings for Marcus Smart tonight. He thinks tonight is Marcus Smart night. You don't bet against Marcus Smart on a Monday. It's just something you don't do. Canty that's, that's loves fair. this. And I'm putting this all on you, by the way, if you notice. That's fine. Yeah. Canty loves Marcus Smart tonight over 12 and a half points with no Jason Tatum. Somebody's got to score. And then, Canty, Marcus Smart, total rebounds over three and a half, correct? That is correct. So our little three-leg parlay on Caesar's Sportsbook of the total over 219, Marcus Smart over 12 and a half points and over three and a half rebounds pays out at plus 440 on that parlay. Plus 440. So let's go get that paper. What do you say? Nice little bit of lunch money if we hit. I like it. Uh, I think so, too. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is... Three and out. Three and out brought to you by Union Pacific. Get your career on track with Union Pacific Railroad. Apply at up.jobs slash sports. Canty, uh, rumors earlier today, you know, Rich Eisen threw it out there on his show that he had heard uh, over the weekend that keep an eye on Brady. Maybe Tom is going to unretire yet again, but uh, I don't know. Based on what I just saw on TMZ, he just bought himself a $6 million, 77-foot yacht. And he was spotted with friends on it at a marina in Hollywood, Florida. And uh, Canty, I'm sorry. First of all, that screams midlife crisis. That's number one. True? No. What do you mean, no? No. It doesn't scream midlife crisis. Oh, it's come fam- on. It's the it- equivalent of somebody like me going out and like buying a... a you know, a BMW or something like that. I love money more than my family. No, See? no. He's made hundreds of millions of dollars playing football. He just signed a contract for nearly $400 million for Fox. 
What the hell is he going to spend all of that money on? His family is settled in South Florida with his ex-wife and his kids. Why wouldn't you buy a 77-foot yacht if you're going to be spending time in South Florida? It's what you do. The biggest question I have is how do we all feel about the name 12 Angels? That's what he named his boat. How do we feel about that? Yeah, yeah I'm kind of mad about it too. I don't yeah. love it either. Belichick named the his only- boat. Belichick's boat's like, you know, seven rings or eight rings, but he changes it every year that they win a ring. Well, it's not seven rings because he doesn't have seven rings. It's 15 or whatever it is now. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Between the Giants six, and the Patriots. Six, he's got six as a head coach, so I think yeah. that would be the one. I think it's six rings, yeah. No, he included the Giants ones, too. He yeah, did. but he wasn't the head coach. I said I as know, a but, head coach. Right, but he included those when he named the, when he named the boat. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think midlife crisis myself. Uh NBA took away the triple double for Giannis. Thank God. What a what a weak blank thing to do for Giannis as the time is expiring in the game, knowing he needed one rebound to just toss the ball off the backboard and grab it. That was weak sauce, my friend. Man, I had no problem with it. So what? Giannis was trying to stat, pad his stats a little bit and get another triple double. I'm not opposed to it. Players understand that everybody's keeping track of all of these stats. Why not try to get you a cheap triple-double? I'm all for it. But that's not a triple-double. That's a triple-fraudle right there. You can't can't do that. Whatever. Come on. Whatever. His team, has the best, his team has the best record in the Eastern Conference, so I don't, I don't care what you call that's him. That's like true. He, he's the best player on the team that has the best record in the Eastern Conference. Very true. Canty, uh, up next, you had uh, – what was the other one? The, uh, the Derrick Henry – being shopped right now by the Tennessee Titans. How about that? I, I'm, a, I'm not surprised at all that that's the case because I think that they have gotten everything they can out of them, and now it's time to cash in and try to, you know, basically build things back up. I think they're going to – I don't know if it's a full teardown, but it feels like something approaching that. Oh, yeah, they're tearing it down. They're stripping it down to the studs in Tennessee. The question now is where does Derrick Henry go? If you're the Dallas Cowboys, are you interested in Derrick Henry? For a mid to late round draft pick, would what you be interested in a guy like Derrick Henry? Yeah, I know I, I mean, would. Think about uh, it. You, you've got Tony Pollard, who's coming off an injury, never really been a lead back. They franchised gotta, him, by the way. Yeah, yep. you've got to find an in between the tackles runner to replace Ezekiel Elliott. Derrick Henry, you could do worse if you're Jerry Jones than going the route of Derrick Henry. Listen, I, I don't think going for Derrick Henry is a priority, but I wouldn't criticize them for doing it if you're talking about a year or two. I don't know what's left, but for Pollard, boy, that's a perfect guy to pair him with at this point. And as far as Zeke, well, we all know what the deal is there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love money more than my family. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.